Listening to Let's Bogart, the recreational review podcast where we rate hits by fading out before we fade in. So, whether you're here for the plot or the pot, we'll roll cameras and roll joints and curate a pairing experience both celluloid and cannabinoid in nature. Oh, buds, welcome back. It's another holidays, alternative holidays episode, and I'm so excited. This is one of my favorite ones to trot out. When people talk to me about Die Hard, I usually go, yeah, but, you know, have you seen Gremlins as a Christmas movie? They're like, what? (laughs) So we're doing Gremlins. I'm so, I'm so stoked. I'm going to tell you about it. It's a 1984 comedy horror. It's an hour and 46 minutes long. It is rated PG by the MPAA, which is, uh, that is light. (laughs) Let me tell you, because it's... (laughs) <laughs> Pretty gross. Uh, it's got a Rotten Tomato score of 85% and a Metacritic score of 70. Uh, I have a great conversation with, with uh, my friend about it, and we smoked BC Green's Stankosaurus. Love having some BC weed coming out here at Christmas time. So uh, uh, BC Green is a uh, Princeton BC farm uh they call it castle rock which is pretty sweet uh it is an indica dominant hybrid it's a mix of dino meat number eight and mr stinky and we talk about uh yeah the the look of it the the color the taste the high it's it's a great conversation about uh what i think is a great strain and we have that conversation with a great guest so with no further ado let me get to them daniel tell me about who we got on the podcast today My next guest is an actor, singer, dancer, multi-instrumentalist with a Bachelor of Music Theatre degree from Sheridan College. She's a composer and a much sought after violinist, having played with Circles, Dead and Lovely Collective, Her Sound, Diva Day Organization, and numerous cabarets and concerts across Canada. Her theatre credits include, but are not limited to, Ring of Fire, playing June Carter at Thousand Islands Playhouse and the Citadel, Once at the Grand Theatre and RMTC, Parade and Concert for Toronto Musical Concerts, Mamma Mia for a Capitol Theatre, Evangeline and a Christmas Carol at Citadel, Brantwood, Hello Dolly, Parade, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, all at Theatre Sheridan. Recently, she has entered into the world of mocap in Baby Babble Bop for Peacock and lending her voice talents to animated features like Where Oliver Fits in animated series like Little People. If this wasn't impressive enough, she has a black belt in Taekwondo. So if her smile doesn't knock you over, she'll still find a way. Please welcome to the show the talented and skilled Quinn Dooley. Quinn, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. That was amazing. I love this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. The beginning when you were like dancer, I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I see some some dance teachers there on that uh, resume of yours. I have dance instructors on my resume, everyone. You know what? That's I, all I have to say. I do too, and I do feel like it's it's a bit uh, uh, false advertising for me. Like they come in and they're like, oh, sure, yeah, modern tap ballet. This guy does it all. <laughs> You're like, wow, what a guy. And I'm like, no, just put me in the back and I'll smile real big. Smile big, move my feet, 
to the beat it'll be on time yeah do you have like do you have like a trick or something that you do uh as a dancer that sort of gets you by oh if they see me do like a cartwheel they assume that i'm a dancer or whatever like here's the thing i think i get sent <laughs> i think i get sent to dance calls based on the fact that they're like i, I don't really want to see her to, for a dance call but i know that she plays an instrument so sure. it's okay <laughs> so like i go in and people are like I was at a dance call once and they were like, does anyone have any tricks in the room? And everyone was going around the room saying what tricks they had. And they got to me and the guy, the director was like, but you play the violin. Right. And I was like, yeah, that was my trick. Like, that's what I got away with saying. I just like, yeah. And he was like moving on. And I was like, I can do a cartwheel. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't have a violin there, there's no way to make them. There's no way to make you like have to do it. No one questions it. I love it. Love it. Yeah, I heard a horror story about that once there was people who were cast in a show and then a new creative team came in. So they all had to re-audition for the new creative team. And the creative team was like, "Okay, yeah, so this one says you do like a back handspring. Can we see that? And everyone was just like, oh, fuck, what is on my resume right now that I have to be able to prove that I can do on the spot? I know there's some things where I'm like, I think in prior resumes, maybe at the bottom I shouldn't have had that people would ask me about and I'd have to like find ways of being like well I used um, to do it I could probably I I used to I've been asked to perform taekwondo since getting into the world of mocap I've been asked to perform taekwondo once and Uh I was like (sighs) (laughs) remember those black belt skills (laughs) I was like that was but a lifetime ago yeah (laughs) Well, but. this is Quint. This is a a show about uh, uh, cannabis and movies, and we're gonna get to a movie very soon. But I wanted to ask oh, you yeah. about your history with cannabis, and ask you: Is what do you remember about the very first time that you ever tried cannabis? Ooh, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like it went in waves. I sure. feel like it went in waves. So, for context, I'm a daily weed smoker. Yeah, I love me some weed. But back in the day, um, I think the first time I tried weed, I was in university. Like I was not, I was not young. I was yeah. like 21 or 22. Sure. I like didn't touch it when I was a teenager. You just couldn't like who won, who in their right mind would go looking for weed in Edmonton at like <laughs> 17 years old? Like I'm not going to, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> anyways, so 21 years old, mm-hmm. I try it at these like boys apartment in university. And the, it was like, it wasn't like a joint. It was like a like three foot bong. Oh my God. Like it was this first time. glass, huge <laughs> bong. Like they had it like stacked with like a tray of ice. It felt like <laughs> I might be making this up in my head. It was... <laughs> I can't give away too much. It was named after a faculty member. Oh, that's nice. The bong itself was named after a faculty member? The bong itself was named after a faculty member. Well, DL, you decide which one. I love it. And and so anyways, I hit this bong. And I remember being like, I don't really, I don't really think I feel anything. I don't really (laughs) think this is happening. Sure. And then it just washed over me like I remember I remember the feeling of first getting high better than anything it went from like tip of my head to my toes 
sand. Like I imagined my like body was just like <laughs> of sand. And apparently I sat in silence for uh-huh. about 15 minutes. Everyone just let me sit in silence. And after about 15 minutes, someone said, hey, Quinn, how are you doing? And I went, dogs are beautiful. And that was it. Profound. Profound. Don't know. Was thinking about it. Was like, wow, yeah, dogs. Um, Do you remember proceeded. what exactly you were thinking? Like, were you thinking about a specific dog or just like? I was thinking about my dog. I was sure. definitely like on my dog thing. And it's funny because now like my dog here, like we love getting high around the dog because uh-huh. you just like, hello, hello. just <laughs> squeeze their little face and just, hello. <laughs> um Anyways, but yeah, and so I was like thinking about dogs and I was like thinking about the love of dogs. Like it was it was it was spinning really fast. I was like thinking about the dogs and the love and the like camaraderie and the like they're just like always there for you. And then 15 minutes later, dogs are beautiful. There you go. And uh yeah, that was my first time. And then I didn't really smoke weed a lot after that. Right. And then when I got out of university, I, I moved in with someone and they had a bong nice. and he would hit that bong every night and play video games. And I'd be like, well, I I love this guy. So I'm going to like, not in a romantic way, in a very platonic way. It was sure. beautiful. But yeah. like, I was like, I love this guy. So I'm going to hit this bong with you every night. Love it. Um, was that bong that named led- after anyone? I don't remember that bong's name. It was Red. And black, like remember those glass that were like mixed? It was like yeah, red yeah, and black. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyways, but I think <laughs> at this point I'm like I've smoked so much weed, I've smoked out of so <laughs> many things. I'm those like, memories oh, no. far away. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone. So and then that became a daily thing, and then it tapered off. Like it comes in waves. I don't sure. know if that's is that what it's like for you? I don't know. Uh, my mine has been pretty steady for a bunch of years now. But uh, but yeah. before that, yeah, definitely. Like I was like you. I didn't do it in high school or anything. Like I yeah. was I was much graduated before starting to try it, and then did it once. Had a bunch of time where I didn't do it for a while, and then did it every once in a while, and then in college is when it really. Uh, became a, a daily thing for me. Ramps up there. Oh, yeah. Some about acting. It ramps school. up fast. Something about acting school makes just makes you, you want to smoke weed. Unwind somehow. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I really got to like, and I didn't know about it. I was just like kind of, I've never been a big drinker. Sure. And so we would go to these like, boof, boof, like college yeah. house parties. And I'd be like, I'm not really like, I'm not really vibing. Like I don't really feel good drinking. Like it's not great. It's, it causes me panic feelings. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, could that have been like, I don't know, anxiety? <laughs> like uh-huh. as a university student <laughs> and uh and then i tried weed and i was like oh this is so much more fun that's like great. i knew from the day i smoked weed that i was like this is more my vibe this is way more way drinking more and i'm better. not knocking down drinking like i love a glass of wine but so do i yeah but the weed, you got the nothing The weed on it. is necessary. <laughs> the, the the wine can come and go. And I yeah. honestly, spurts is how I feel in drinking. Every once in a while, I'll have like a bottle of rum mm. in the freezer or a bottle of wine in the fridge. Yeah. But I never have like a liquor cabinet, you know, in the way that I have a weed yeah. cabinet. 
<laughs> You're like the weed cabinet. I have, I don't even have a cabinet. I should. I have this like white Ikea storage box. Oh, nice. And I just like shove things in it and like there's it's dirty it's so like sometimes i do the like equivalent it's gross of what i call like <laughs> like a bar a bar mat shot where i'll just like take all the different grindings yeah. and I'll be like gotta smoke all of them mixed together <laughs> it's a horrible joint every time <laughs> just a weekend yeah. salad hey it's yeah, it's gross. It's gross. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Oh, that's so good. But it gets you, gets you good. Yeah. Do you have uh, a favorite? You you said you like to play video games while you're smoking weed. Do, do you have a favorite game, uh, uh, weed pairing, or like a favorite game that you like playing while high? I I I can't play driving games when I'm high. It's sure. just the reaction time is. Well, horrible. it's unsafe, Quinn. I know. I mean, it is. The reaction time is horrible. It's unsafe. I could hurt many people in the Animal Crossing kingdom. Um, there's like a Mario for those people who are like, that's not driving. I'm like, there's a Mario. There's a Mario circuit that's Animal Crossing themed. There's a Mario circuit um, for everything. There is. Um, what was the question? Uh, a favorite game that you like to play while oh. high. The one that I loved to play was, and I finished it, and it's kind of one of those games you can't go back to. It was Zelda's Link's Awakening. But like, okay. And it's a little top-down kind of like cartoon. Sure. And I just crushed through this. And every time I was stoned, mm -hmm. I would be like, I couldn't quit. Like I couldn't put it down. It would be like 2 a.m. and I'd be like, no, no, I can't <laughs> do it. Yeah. It brought out my inner like Aries. Amazing. Yeah. Are you an yeah. Aries? I'm an Aries. Whoa. I, I don't seem like it. No. Yeah. No. I'm a Capricorn and I don't I don't necessarily feel like a Capricorn. You're a you're a Christmas baby. You're a yeah. Christmas Eve baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday. Holla. Holla. Presents <laughs> Present. pouring down. Presents <laughs> pouring down. Um Capricorn. I don't know a lot about Capricorns. They're like they're like supposed to be organized. Is the big thing, and I am in absolutely no way organized. Yeah, I barely scrape by every minute that I'm I'm on this earth. Yeah, yeah, that's like Aries. Aries are like they're always like fiercely independent, and I'm like the person who like Chris stands up to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, "Where are you going? Yeah. To the bathroom." <laughs> so. That doesn't quite fit, but that's fair. Anyways, yeah. Do you have uh, a time? What was the time that you were the most high? Like, were you ever too high or just like this was just on another planet? So this is actually an interesting conversation. It may be something that you can answer for me is all of my really horrible experience. So I am a joint smoker. I like to I like to smoke joints. Yeah, I'll, I enjoy the occasional vape, but Nothing beats a joint in my mind. Amen. Um, the thing that I always like mess up the dosage or like edibles. Yeah. I never feel good on edibles. One of the most high times I was was from your edible, Daniel Wilson. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That was, that was harsh. That was it James wasn't Bond harsh. night. We were going to watch James, James Bond night. I don't remember a thing. And the thing <laughs> is like, I like to say that I... I, in the moment, never felt unsafe, but I think because I was so high looking back on it now, I'm like, I don't remember a thing. 
thing, you know? <laughs> like, I don't remember getting from one house to my house. <laughs> like, oh, but I did yeah. in the moment. Sure. I was completely in control in the moment. <laughs> I was speaking normally. But I remember, like, waking up from this. Like, for context, Daniel made me bait or made a batch of cookies. Glu- gluten-free. Cookies. Gluten-free Gluten-free. Cookies. Yeah. Which was very key in this. Yeah. And I remember asking you and you kind of like, maybe like take this much. I don't even remember how much it was. Yeah. I'm not very good. I've never been good at figuring out because what the dosage is for this, like this much oil versus this much weed in it. I've I've been I'm always very bad at that. So it is a catch as catch can when you try. It was it was fun. I think there are people who had fun. I think I was just such a frail young lady <laughs> just couldn't just could i remember like lying on the ground and every so often like my eyes going open and being like what's on the screen of james bond <laughs> like in and out the next morning i woke up and i was like bing oh no i'm still high oh, i'm still no. Hi. And I remember like looking at my phone, typing into the Google search these words, how to get on high. <laughs> Leave it there. Oh, yeah. man. No good. I, I'm so sorry, buddy. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. And then the other time with I've ever taken like a lot of edibles, I tried to convince someone to call an ambulance because I was drinking a smoothie that was getting into my lungs. Uh Oh, yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Like where I'm like, it's in my lungs. And they're like, it's not in your lungs. And I'm like, yes, I can feel it. It's going in. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. pretty incredible. It's that the same thing, like, because the, the THCA is the thing that is is reacting with your, your uh, endocannabinoid system, which is the thing that's in you that that um has sensors like that gloms on to uh, uh, weed when you're doing it. And the thing that you're inhaling and the thing that you're eating is the same, but when you digest it, it becomes an entirely different compound that is much harder to control, which is why like on the legal market right now, we have a a cap of 10 milligrams per package because they're like, people don't really know how this is going to react with them. It's a real testament to, you know, you can yeah. have a certain, you can be a certain size, you can be, a, uh, you can have a certain tolerance or whatever, but somehow edibles, if you're not, if you don't know exactly what your dose is, it's difficult mm-hmm. to figure out what that is. Yeah, it's just so, it's so strange. And I, yeah. I feel like either I don't feel them at all, or like I'm in full paranoia mode like full mode yeah and then and then smoking a joint is is beautiful i've never tried these beverages though oh the beverages are cool you know what if you if you have trouble with well if you're having trouble with i don't feel it all don't feel it all don't feel it all now i feel bad it might not be great but it's it's a really Uh, light dose so like you can get ones like the house plant uh cans that are only like two milligrams so if you have a couple of those seth rogan well not anymore he's no well they they left yeah yeah they left yeah real sad because those are popular and they're they're still like selling them so they still have some in stock but it's it's going the way of the dodo so so. once the stock's gone it's gone i liked it i liked the indica 
the indica that they had it was it was fine i i've been hearing stuff about the the stuff that they have in the states and obviously it's way better because they have a lot less regulations to be able to deal with and uh is uh, weed still not legal it's still not legal in all of the states not federally no yeah yeah it's only available (sighs) in certain states that have decided to legalize it so have you heard about can can yeah, like C A N N. It's like a beverage company, like a cannabis beverage company oh, no. in the states. No, who are they? Like they're coming to. Tr- they're they're like this cool cannabis beverage company, and they have a lot of people back. A lot of drag queens backing them. I cool. love the drag queens backing them. Yeah, and um and they're just. I don't know. I can't. I don't even know their Instagram, but the, it's their Instagram's hilarious. Cool. You know, they just have like great marketing. And then it like blew up. And so I guess they're coming to Toronto. I saw they like put up like an, a work ad for it. And I was like, cool. That's Canada. Hey, that's but, fun. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch I'm of U.S. stuff that's all coming up. Like Cookies has, uh, is opening some like uh, um, uh, retail places in, in Canada, even though they don't really have like they, they released a couple of their strains in Canada. But most of the stuff that has made them famous and big in the States, they can't bring over here. So. People are because of the regulations of yeah edibles. right now you can only sell canadian weed to canadians so there's a big oh. there's a big uh, uh thing about importing and exporting like how yeah. is that going to work and does yeah. that take jobs away from people in canada who are trying to do this thing as a career wow yeah so i, I honestly no about this yeah, yeah. like we <laughs> We import beer, we import food, vegetables, grains, like, uh, yeah. I mean, eventually there's going to have to be. But you know what, for a, a, mm-hmm. a, an industry that's just starting out and for young, uh, entrepreneurial, ambitious people who are mm-hmm. really good at what they do coming here and trying to get grow ups that happen and figure out what the market needs and being able to bring stuff that's built in Canada for Canada. Like uh, mm. uh, Carmel just released uh, their Dim Mac, which is one of the first examples oh. of genetics that are created in house because it's a cross whoa, whoa. of Drew's Dark Helmet. Drew is their like yeah. uh, uh, master grower there, and yeah. their Mac One. So they like combine them, and now they have a a new genetic that has just been created in whoa. Canada for Canadians. I like the Carmel stuff. Oh man, D- their Dim it's- Mac is like outstanding. If you have a chance, Ooh, okay. if you have like yeah, a, it's it's not the 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 cheapest so it, like for yeah. an anniversary or a, a you know a birthday or something like that that's it's You're a like, great time wow 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 that. but yeah yeah. yeah 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 it's pretty great but uh oh, we uh we got to smoke a new kind of i had never tried this before but it seemed fitting no i hadn't i wanted to i was i was excited and it just seemed very fitting to be pairing up with the movie that we did which was gremlins yeah, because it's called BC Greens Stankosaurus. Stankosaurus, man, <laughs> it was a lovely weed. Honestly, yeah, hey, yeah. What um, did you What did you like most about it? I enjoy a heady weed. I okay. felt like this was a heady weed. I disclaimer no really nothing about weed i feel like i'll say things that daniel will be like that's not really the notes of this weed but he's like no um 
But yeah, I felt it was like very heady. I like the smell. It was smooth. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a choky joint, which was yeah. nice. Yeah. How did you, did you vape it? Yeah, I vaped it. I smoked yeah. a little bit of it and it was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, um, they, they include a, uh, is it a Boveda pack or is it a boost pack? What is it? Integra maybe? I know, I'm uh, uh, something to keep the moisture content high. And, uh, yeah. I think it really worked. Like it, it, Seems like they're not like very crumbly. No, but it wasn't like sticky either, which I liked. That yeah, my, Boveda. Yeah, it's sticky. a Boveda pack. Although the Boveda pack is very dry. <laughs> <laughs> like, when was this packaged? Mm. This was packaged. Uh, 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 uh well, uh, November first, twenty twenty one. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not too bad. But yeah, um, like uh, like big, fluffy, big. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The nugs are big. That it looks nugs like are big. You know, like um, um, it smells nice. It's like very yeah. citrusy. I found. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got You're a lot like, of um. I think the smell is really muted on it. Like. Yeah. I really have to like put it inside my nose to get uh, to get it. Yeah. Cool. Like it doesn't smell like. Yeah. But there's first, something definitely first. sweet, but I want to say like like yeah. diesely kind of like uh like uh, oh. kind of gassy like that sweet yeah. gasoline kind of smell to it. Ooh, but yeah, very muted beautiful. and uh very in the taste very muted too. Like the the yeah. I, I found it I did not find it to be an, an especially flavorful weed, but beautiful to look at. Mm. I I like the look of it. It's really sort of looks nice, like, like a really sagey or not sagey, but like kind of like it's a very nice green yeah yeah, yeah really like lighter. light lime green kind of yeah deal to it yeah i talk about i i like uh saying uh michelangelo from the original teenage mutant ninja turtles cartoon how he was just <laughs> you know, a slightly lighter green than everybody else yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah that, big, that is that weed. Big fluffy uh fluffy flowers like they look like they've yeah. been like fed well yeah yeah. And I, maybe that's why it was nice to grind too. It was just yeah. like, I just cleaned my grinder. So like right now, like everything's just like, shh, ground, <laughs> done. <laughs> like, oh, because it I was know. sticky for a while. Yeah. I got yeah. two grinders and I've been going back and forth, but yeah, both of them need a, need a nice <laughs> soak in some, some <laughs> isopropyl. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. It gets yeah, a little, it gets a little hard on the wrist trying to yeah. break through some of that I, stickiness. Mine will get st- duck and then you like can't get it reopen it and i'll be like well i hope that i didn't have a lot of weed in there because i'm gonna have to throw it in like a big old bath (laughs) oh but the weed itself was lovely to smoke felt lovely it it, like knocked me on my butt the first night i was like whoa 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 Yeah. yeah yeah i found it a very like um i it didn't like hit me in the face like it wasn't it wasn't violent it was like a real like no. crescendo and then slow decrescendo yes yes and the crescendo is when you're like whoa whoa and yeah then you're yeah like, yeah oh it's good it's good it's good yeah. yeah yeah but like still relaxing even though it's intense it's it's a relaxing yeah. high and it's uh i guess a it's a hybrid, but it's an indica leaning hybrid. It's like 70 30. Mm. So 70 indica, 30 sativa kind of deal. I like, yeah. I usually like an, I, I you can usually tell when I'm having a sativa because I'm like 
have to do stuff. Yeah, you gotta yeah. do stuff. Like if it's a sativa dominant, I don't normally get a sativa ever. Yeah, but if I'm if I accidentally get a sativa dominant hybrid because I'm feeling like spicy or something. Yeah, I'll 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 have to walk around and do things. Yeah, like at very least, like cook, <laughs> like make a snack. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I sort of feel the same way. The 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 sativa thing every once in a while, and I haven't been able to really like narrow it down to like oh it's these terpenes or the this like content in the weed that makes me Mm -hmm. feel anxious but sativa will sometimes make me feel anxious and Mm -hmm. i never have a problem with indica like the worst thing that could happen to me with an indica is that i fall asleep you're like, like ah, I gotta go home. At the yeah. end of the day, that you know, that's great for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I I'm like, if that's snooze. the worst thing, after having like a bout of anxiety, yeah, I'm like, if that's the worst thing, is I've got to go to bed. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm not taking this anxiety. The, or the like paranoia. Like sometimes I'll just be like, Am I here? Am I really here? Am I like, acting normal? Yeah. What like, do I do with my Is this hands? how I usually sit? <laughs> do I usually sit like this? Do most people sit like this? Yeah. <laughs> I remember once being high and 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 rem- and I was walking through the house and I was like I can hear the sound of my pants rubbing together between my legs <laughs> and I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and I was like that's too it's too it's too heady. Yeah. Too real. Too real. <laughs> too real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Stankosaurus is by BC Green. Uh, uh, the, the the strain itself is a, um, a cross between Dino Meat number eight and Mr. Stinky. Which oh, are Mr. Stinky. Both two great names for weeds. I love, love that. That someone named their weed Mr. Stinky. That's very fun. <laughs> That's very fun. But I would have thought <laughs> with something that is like stinky, Mr. Stinky Stankosaurus, I would have wanted it to, yeah. to smell a little bit more, I guess. That's, I was kind of thinking, I was like, oh, this is going to open up and smell like like a one of the ones that have the like stank or like dank yeah yeah like really fill yeah. the apartment when you open the little jar and i yeah. really have to i really have to get in there so i'm sort of disappointed yeah. by that yeah my mom i know this is i wouldn't my mom my mom brought me a weed when i was when i was on contract uh-huh. and i got into their rental car and i was like stinks of weed in here and she was like i know i know it's a really really pungent weed and i was like this is a rental car like i was shocked oh my god i was shocked at the scent of this weed it was the floor and it was like a florida citrus it was the florida citrus kush oh yeah you know what that fucking dropped and everyone has it on their like top five weeds of the i've tried it twice (gasps) yeah oh you're so lucky good for you a banger it's a banger yeah yeah i didn't get a chance to try it i was so sad and now it's gone is it just gone yeah yeah no oh my god i think they had it on special at the like little corner place by my house if I you, don't even think it was really that expensive. Really? If you ever yeah. see it, buy it and I will it. pay you back for it. I Done. swear to you. Oh my God, I can't believe that. 
oh, I feel bad. I should have given it to you. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. someone in the city has. I just haven't had a chance to be like hunting, hunting it down. And I've had so many You're like listening. episodes. And well, yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You're listening and you have Florida Citrus Kush from Mood Ring. Get in touch Hit at Let's Bogart on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Let's Bogart Let's at smoke gmail.com. Together. It'd be great. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. Triangulate. Yeah. <laughs> Triangulate. <laughs> But oh, yeah, so Stegosaurus, the, um, uh, it is, it's a small batch craft system that they use. Uh, they say it's grown using sea of green, drip irrigated, hand harvested, it's hand trimmed and hand packaged. Oh. A lot of places do like the, they get the machine to do the trimming and then it's hand finished. They're like, no, like hand, the hand is they on hand everything. everything. Yeah. That's. That's looking kind of the way you want it. That's like farm food. Absolutely. You think about farms, like farm food is picked with yeah. people's hands. It's an energy exchange too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I yeah. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Their packaging is also lovely. I love when they opt for glass. It's glass, right? It is glass. Yeah. Yeah. I love when people opt for glass. Yeah. It's better. And it's a blackened yeah. glass too, so it keeps light yeah. out. It's it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Sturdy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really liked it. Like I felt that. I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice. Yeah. I'll keep them. I like the little glass ones. I think, is it BC Pink Kush uh, from Flower that does yeah, the blue yeah. glass? Yeah. Yeah. Love those blue glasses. They came out with a couple of ones. Their Sour Sis uh, Sativa that they dropped from their Underground series is bomb. It's absolutely I bomb. I might just have to get weird. I might just have to try it and see what happens. <laughs> I'm not afraid. <laughs> it's, it's intense, but in the best way. In the best oh, way. Oh, good. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, uh, one of the things that they talk about for the Stankosaurus is that if you look really closely at the trichomes, which is like the little, like, sugary, dusty kind of, um, uh, uh, stuff on it that makes it kind of glisten, uh, if you look very closely at it, they're supposed to be purple tinged. Like, there's like a light, a light purple to it. If you put it up to the light. And look just at the sugary uh, uh, trichomes on there. I buy that. Yeah. I've never really... That's what those little sugary bits are called? Yeah, so that's what contains trichomes. all of the, like, THCA that's going to become THC that you... Uh, Interesting. So if you have something that's really frosty, really glistens, yeah. it's probably important. You're like, probably want that? Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's. I'm just looking at the color of it again. I'm like, it's a beautiful flower. I did see some some people on Reddit were talking about not liking the look of it, but I I don't know. I I sort of I I really dig it. I think it's a I think it's a beautiful looking one. I feel like Reddit's just a place to state your opinion of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, isn't that yeah. The, isn't that the truth? Yeah, yeah. It says uh, like like a sour taste, like a, a a diesely smell and a sour kind of peppery, uh, uh, skunky taste. I and would I was say like, peppery. I did say like herby, like it was like yeah, 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 yeah. And that's probably it's got a, a terpene profile of caryophylline, humulene, limonene, and myrcene. So uh, you were talking about citrus. That's coming from the yes. limonene in it. Okay. Um, uh, the myrcene is like that sort of dirt, kind of earthy taste to it. 
Okay. Um, and Caryophylline being out front and center is like it's found in black pepper and stuff too. So that's uh, that's super. Yeah. What is this myth about if you snort black pepper, you can get it'll like sober you up from being high? Yeah, is and that's true. It's not not snorted. If you or smell, not, like sniff it. Yeah, yeah. If you have black, yeah. like you can't. It can't just be like uh, uh, ground pepper. It has to be pe- like yeah. peppercorns or whatever that you okay. actually break. Like immediately once you burst them, if you smell that, it yeah, it does something to counteract. Uh, uh, the the high that you're experiencing. Wow. Which is interesting because caryophylline, like this is the thing that I love telling people about is that there's, you have two different, in your endocannabinoid system, you have two different kinds of receptors. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Receptor one, receptor two. No, that's not right. (laughs) What is it? I'm high now, so I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Um, you, you have two different, oh, anyways, you have two different kinds of receptors. The first kind of receptor is found in your nervous system. So that's things that you can feel and nerves and whatever. The other receptors are in your like, uh, um, peripheral organs. So they're, Mm -hmm. uh, and those receptors are the ones that caryophylline is the only terpene that targets them specifically. So all the other terpenes are working towards targeting your C. Oh, your CB1, CB1 and CB2 is what it's called. CB1 okay. receptors are in your nervous system. CB2 receptors are in your peripheral organs. So caryophylline being the like front and center terpene in this particular strain targets mm-hmm. those organs specifically. So you can't necessarily feel what it's doing in a way of like oh that's instantly what it feels like to be high or whatever but there is something that's happening that's creating a more holistic uh experience for you and i love that isn't that cool yes i was thinking about the cool because like now i'm thinking does this connect i wrote in my little notes because i took little notes on my phone the first night i smoked it because i was like i will forget yes and then the second night i smoked it which is the night that i watched gremlins mm-hmm. um I I noted in the notes that I was like both times in a row it's gotten rid of my tension headache. I just get tension headaches. I lock my jaw. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, and both times I was like I just felt like my face was like chill. Yeah. Just, yeah, like let it go. I've had but, some jaw tension yeah. and headache, but I didn't notice if it if it actually uh, helped with it or not, because I was concentrating yeah. on so many other things. But I'm gonna have to try some tonight and see if that uh, that does anything. Yeah, that's great. I really felt it. Yeah, I really felt it there. I was like, Sweet. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Quinn, like, is this this weed? Uh, I, 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 how how much was this weed? It was like forty forty two bucks or something like that forty three something for like that. Five. Yeah, is. Is it worth it? Would you buy this uh, strain again? Would you recommend this strain to a friend who's looking for uh, some weed to smoke? Absolutely. Yeah. I think for 40 bucks or 40, I'm pretty sure it was like 41 bucks or something like that. I can't even remember. It's, it's really nice. I wouldn't recommend it to be like, go and smoke this weed with your friends. Like, I feel like this is like a introspective weed. Like gotcha. I, not an introspective weed, but like I want, I wanted like a chill time. I don't know if I wanted to be like, let's Clubbing. smoke this. 
I, I don't know if anyone wants to club while high, but maybe there's a brand of person who does. I'm sure there is. <laughs> Just being like super, super baked, really, really high THC indica, going to hit King Street. It's going to be great. Um, I'm like, I can't even imagine getting down there. I'd be like on the TTC like, this is good. <laughs> This is good. Um, yeah, but no, somebody, I would recommend it. Yeah, but to yeah. somebody who was looking for uh, like a chill time at home, maybe chill time. Enjoy yeah. reading a book or watching a movie or listening to an album or. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! With the music, sure. Have a music. Yeah. Did you find it snacky? Did you find it? Snacky? I did find it snacky. Yeah, I. For I sure. found it extremely <laughs> snacky. Yeah. yeah, I for sure polished off a, a whole thing of chips and. <laughs> A lot of Us a lot too? of Diet Cokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got like I bought these like I have no idea how to describe them other than like cinnamon crisps. They're like cassava chips. They're healthy food. They're healthy, <laughs> healthy, expensive food. And sure. I just like I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna have a couple. Whole bag later. I was like, this was not intention. Yeah. Yeah. Once you pop with Stankosaurus, the fun do not stop. The fun do not stop. Ah. <laughs> uh. No, 100% recommend. Would recommend. All right, Quinn. Well, that brings us to the end of our first segment, which means it's time for our (gasps) first game. You ready for this? Yeah. This is a game called In It to Minute. In It to Minute. In It to Minute. That's the game where you, our guest, have exactly 60 seconds to tell us everything that happened in Gremlins. We're looking for all of the events, uh, but you only have 60 seconds, so you're going to need a beginning, a middle, and an end, and I'll warn you up front, everyone gets caught up trying to describe the first act, and they run out of time very quickly. So, with that in mind, and the movie that we watched being Gremlins. 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 (laughs) uh, Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All I'm right, let's do it. 60 seconds on the clock. Quid Dooley, in it to minute and go. Okay, minute. this man, he's in Chinatown somewhere, and it's a very dingy Chinatown. I mentioned at the beginning, I was like, this is a little bit, I don't know, it didn't age well. Um, and so he goes in, and there's a man there, and he wants him to sell him this thing, and this thing is not a dog, it's not a cat, it's not an, but it's some kind of animal thing creature and he wants to buy it he brings it buys it he brings it home to his son who's like i don't know 16 17 18 i don't know maybe somewhere in that range he has a dog the dog is important (laughs) um and he gives it to the kid and the kid's like yeah what is it and he's like it's a mogwai and then so i already know that i'm behind 20 Um, seconds and he's like, what? <laughs> okay, so you can't, he's like, there's three very important rules with this mogwai. You cannot get it wet under any circumstances. You cannot let it in the daylight. It's like, bright light, bright light. And then you also cannot feed it after midnight. No light, no water, no food after midnight. It's very simple. And um, of course, <laughs> that is Gremlins by Quinn Dooley. <laughs> Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we are going to talk about Gremlins in a much more in depth way right here on Let's Bogart. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning into the show, buds. We're just going to take a quick second to let you know a little bit about something that we here at Let's Bogart think is worth paying attention to, and that is Red Door Family Shelter. 
Since 1982, the Red Door Family Shelter has provided emergency shelter and support for women and children affected by domestic abuse, families experiencing a housing crisis, and refugee claimants with nowhere else to turn. In the early 80s, there was only one other shelter operating in Toronto, so responding to the growing need for shelter space for homeless families, the Red Door was opened in the basement of the Wood Green United Church by a group of volunteers. They have now grown to be one of the largest family shelters in the city, providing shelter and support to over 350 families every year. A dedicated and caring staff team addressing the particular needs of families in crisis, the services provided reduce the impact of homelessness by providing safe and supportive shelter to hundreds of families each year. They keep They help keep families together by providing services for the whole family, helping them to establish a stable life beyond the shelter. That includes shelter and basic necessities uh, with 24-hour emergency housing and on-site medical assistance and referrals, and in addition, childcare. There's also healing and strengthening, which includes counseling, case management, safety planning, education, legal immigration assistance, advocacy, youth education programs, school liaisons, workshops, parent Parenting and lifestyles training uh, and extensive programming for children and youth. And they also have tra- transitional support and outreach assistance to find housing, moving program, a weekly food bank, and ongoing caseworker support and accompaniment. These kind of organizations are vital, especially around the holidays and especially while the Omicron variant is causing stress and hardship on people uh, uh, most affected in the city. There are a variety of ways for you to help out. The most important, of course, is donating where wherever you can, which is through their website. Uh, however, if money is tight, consider organizing a fundraiser or volunteering. They have some great options there on the website. There are many options available to everyone to help out in whatever way they can, especially at a really difficult time of year. Just visit www.reddoorshelter.ca. That's www.reddoorshelter.ca to find more information information uh, and give back to the communities that are given back to the community. Thanks so much for tuning in and now back to the conversation. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I thought that was great. Oh man, I had and you're right. I was like I'm not going to go into detail. Uh, and then I was like I had to go into detail. It trips everybody up. It trips everybody yeah. up. To be honest, I've never, I've never tried it. I've only ever done it to other people, so I, it's, I don't even know what it feels like to be on the other side. Other than, it seems very stressful, and I. It, it really it is people. a testament to how your brain like handles details and information. Like I yeah. feel like someone who's like get the information out. Like for some reason, I feel like Chris would have done it better. Like he would have been like. <laughs> guy gets the creature there's three rules to the creature he breaks the three rules from the creature the <laughs> creatures go insane they break it down <laughs> the end i would have been like okay so the curtain at the beginning it's red <laughs> you know <laughs> i did like the one thing i do remember from gremlins is at the very beginning of the movie this kid just like runs up behind this girl just like fucking socks her with the snowball like so hard <laughs> honestly Oh man, it is. It's so brutal. brutal. That is one of the things that I I think I love most about rewatching this movie because I I do it every so often, and I think that one of the coolest things about it is that the 
the townspeople, like the people that we only see for a scene <laughs> or a couple of scenes or whatever. Yeah, like the tractor so guy. Fully realized, like they have a whole life. They have wants, desires, yeah. needs. They have a really yeah. good bit to play with their, you know, bit partner or whatever for that yeah. second. It's so strong. Like you really get it's a sense so of the town. It's random. It's so it's I like I have so much to say about it because I'm like one we're start watching it and I'm like, boom, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> like I was like, how timely, like yeah. incredible. But I don't think I knew until watching Gremlins, I like had to go on Google and I was like, what, like what movies did Steven Spielberg direct? Because Chris and I were like, I don't even think I really know which ones he directed. <laughs> and then we looked and we were like, oh, so like every iconic movie ever. Yeah. Pretty much. Spielberg pretty much. is prolific. Yeah, and I think I like I knew he was, but I just don't think I could name the actual movies he directed. I was like, I think Schindler's List. <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure. He sure did. And then I know, and then I was like, oh my god, Jurassic. Oh my god, oh, Indiana. Oh my god. Like yeah. Jaws? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't yeah, it was very strange. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't know these things, but yeah, he's uh, he comes from that uh, that uh, uh, sort of seventies uh, uh, swath of like uh, uh, film school kids who came out like him and George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola and yeah uh, Brian De Palma like they were all like buddies at film school who just went on to oh, like take that over. sucks. Yeah. Like they were the they're the worst. They were a bully group, you could tell. <laughs> they're just like, gotcha. we wanna make our movies. <laughs> we just wanna make some movies. Yep. You know what I loved? I I um didn't really notice in when I was younger watching Steven Spielberg produced stuff, but Kathleen Kennedy mm -hmm. is also one of the producers on this movie. And oh. Kathleen Kennedy is like the uh the keeper right now of the Star Wars uh, stuff that's going on at Disney. Oh, like she's oh, the one who oh. was in charge of like the, the sequel trilogy and the Rogue One and Solo and yeah. all of the Star Wars stuff that has come other yeah. than uh, Mandalorian and like the stuff that Favreau and uh, his buddy are doing. Yeah, that's like separate, right? But yeah, here she is producing alongside uh, alongside her buddy Spielberg. Stevie. Stevie Pretty Spee. cool, and yeah, yeah. What what do you know about uh, uh, Joe Dante, the the director? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. I'm not a super super movie buff like you. Sure, okay. I'm so I know zero. So Tell he me. did like he did like uh, the original Piranha. They did like a Piranha 3D thing uh uh recently like in the last like 10 years or whatever but that yeah. was a remake of piranha from 1978 which itself was a reaction to uh jaws the success of jaws jaws created so they were like the we gotta do a different one yeah. yeah they so they everyone and their dog were like well we have we have to have a fish movie 
not understanding uh-huh. that it's maybe not <laughs> the fish itself that is the thing that yeah. people responded to, but maybe the craft with which Jaws was created. <laughs> you're like, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like Jaws three, the revenge comes out. And you're like, oh no, like, oh no. Oh, no, no. So he did that. Joe Dante also did The Howling, which is a, a, a really famous um, werewolf movie. Um, he did oh. a segment of Twilight Zone, the movie. He did the movie The Burbs. Have you seen The Burbs, Quinn? With Tom Hanks? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He did that. Yes. It's all sci-fi yeah. and shit. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Joe Dante also did Small Soldiers... Do you remember that movie? No. Yes. Yeah. But you have to give me it. Is it's like Why action figures? It's like an army is, action yes. figures, and then the yes. the like alien action figures, and the aliens turn out to be the good guys. Yeah. And the yes. To yes. Help them. Tommy Lee Jones okay. is voicing the general or the colonel or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, so I feel like I have a horrible memory for movies. I'm always yeah. like, do I know this movie? And then I'm like, absolutely, I know this movie. I yeah. only have a good memory for movies. It's everything else that falls by the way. Everything wayside. else is gone. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Joe Dante did that. And then Chris Columbus did the script for uh, uh, for Gremlins. For Gremlins. And, I saw that and I was like, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Directed Home Alone. Yeah. He, yeah, and he's only written, like, he wrote The Goonies, which is really yes. cool. Um, and he wrote, uh, nine months and Christmas with the cranks. I love Christmas with the cranks. Do you? I've never seen it. Christmas movie. Is it really? Yes. It's good. (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis and Alan. I don't know. Can't remember his last name. Nope. Alan Skarsgård. No, that's still no, no. What's the guy? He was in the Santa movies. The Santa, like the Santa Claus. Yeah. Tim Allen. Tim Allen, not Allen. Anyone? Is that Christmas with Tim? the Cranks? Yeah. I thought Christmas with the Cranks was uh, uh, Ben Affleck. Isn't no, it? no. Tim Allen, Tim Allen, and Jamie Lee Curtis. They are the cranks. Oh, and they don't want to. They don't want to celebrate Christmas, so they end up going off on a on a vacation. Uh, vacation? But they don't, yeah, and, oh, and, and the yeah, whole town yeah. like gets mad at them. There's a ham. <laughs> ham gets run over by a van. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> it's a good movie. It is a so. Chris movie. Columbus nailed. Chris that. Columbus writer Thank Joe you, Dante produced by Steven Spielberg, Kathleen <laughs> Kennedy. Like yeah. uh, it's a it's a really good group of artists sort of at the the it top is. of their game and at their like hungriest 1984 they're all still like making a name for themselves and proving something yeah. it's it's really exciting i think yeah and it's a weird it's a weird sensibility that i think like the only <laughs> joe dante movies really have yeah <laughs> Like if thinking about the tone of this movie and the tone of like the burbs and the, it's a, it's a very weird, there's like horror elements, there's comedy all over the place. And like it's very so specifically strange. Like vaudeville yeah. comedy, like it's, yeah, it's like the old style. It's so, it, we were out like at one point I was like, I'm not sure what is happening. Like what style they're going for right now. I'm 
but it's working in a way. I like it would get like really horror-y and there was that random scene where they're all like doing weird things at the pool. In the bar? Yeah. In the bar. No, in the bar. Yes, in the bar. Yeah. And and you're like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the gremlins are students of comedy. They're all like doing like Groucho (laughs) Marx and like (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I just remember and I was like, I and and it's like everything's so intricately filmed that you're like, oh, they were like, we need this. Yeah. We need this in here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like everything was integral to it in some way, except for there were scenes where I was like, that was kind of just just dropped in there. So that's the other thing. I think that there's there's times where it's absolutely like, hey, we are like we're we're building a story and this is the direction that we're heading and and yeah. these are the stakes. Um, and then it 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 takes the fun of okay now we need to sort of see the gremlins in action so let's give each one of them a different comedy bit and just go from one to the next one to the next they can act like humans they can sing with each other like they're all harmonizing yeah. doing the caroling and that person comes up and when, so uh, yeah or like out. the one scene where he's like I'm gremlin and then he's just like a gremlin with a gun like he's yeah. like fully just like now I have a gun yeah <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, fuck, yeah. But also, like, and and great. You know what I I loved this time watching it. I didn't really ever mm-hmm. notice was that Phoebe Cates' character. She's trying to like still serve them. She's still trying to keep the bar what? open. She's like, oh no, <laughs> oh so this person gets this beer, and oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Grubbin. And I'm like, they're just ignoring her. Like, they're not trying to attack her, or hurt her, or anything. They're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like working for oh, a tip man. that she'll never get. Yeah, and I'm like, what? She she could leave, and then probably not though. <laughs> oh, she's a sweetie in that movie. I do she's, like her. Every time she hit that screen, I was like, girl, that girl. Yeah, she's, she's so sweetie. good. That yeah. that monologue that she delivers about how her dad breaks his neck trying to come down as Santa, I'm like, that is one of the funniest performances in the entire movie. She's so what? committed. It was so we were funny. Both like, that got so dark so yeah. fast. So dark, yeah. but so silly. Like, still, like, it's hilarious what happened to her dad, but it's also <laughs> she, obviously very painful for her. Yeah. There's a lot like, of trauma. Like, they found they found his body <laughs> later. He broke his neck on he impact. And neck. you're like. Died instantly. <laughs> like, died, oh my died God. instantly. Like, and then they didn't find him. I thought it was like a raccoon or a squirrel. <laughs> But it was my dad. But and you were like, dad. What the fuck? <laughs> it's so funny. It's so yeah. it's so silly and weird, but like serious and stakes so high. Yeah, and I did think on that note, it. it was very ahead of its time when she's like walking with him and she's like, you know, like Christmas time's a really hard time for people too. Yeah. When they're like walking down that street and she's like, Christmas time's a really hard time for people too. Like the suicide rate is up at Christmas. I was like, it's really ahead of its time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. It feels like it feels like both like uh, prescient, but also like tongue in cheek. <laughs> like yeah. You're, you're, you're both. You're both like. And I think that's sort of how you feel about the gremlins, right? Like, we're all scared for them. It's not that they're yeah. so silly that we're we like, oh, okay, well, there's no danger for anybody. There's constant danger for everybody yes. with these gremlins. And yet they're still, even while they're being serious and really trying to mm-hmm. kill them, 
you're laughing because they're so funny. And I think that the that tone is mom. a difficult one to find. Oh, the mom. <laughs> so good. The mom switching character. She's just kind of like a mom and doing things. And then she's just like throwing these gremlins around like her character just goes like right switch and she's like let's fuck them up yeah Yeah. kristen pointed out the first thing that she does is turn on the blender when the guy is in the because she's like she it knows immediately we need to kill all of these creatures like before they why does she just know yeah, yeah, it's insane. But she's yeah. she's also really capable. She like stabs the one to death. She throws one in the microwave. And I all know. Of that I stuff. was like, this oh, mom's man. got some like pent up rage issues. She's like, yeah. needs. She was like, I'm ready. Yeah. But also, you're really glad because you feel scared because like yeah. mom could be attacked by these things. I know, and they're little like click 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 claw things that are like little triangle claws. Like that could take you right down. Terrifying. They were terrifying looking, honestly. Like. But a lot of I like, think that's part of the reason I didn't like it when I was a kid is that I was like it's sure. too much. Too yeah. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't when allowed I was to a watch kid. it as a kid. <laughs> I I was like not a kid kid. I think I was like maybe 12, 13 the first sure. time I saw it. And then I don't even think I remember it. Yeah. I just remembered not liking it. I remember being like, "Oh, they're so <laughs> scary." And now I watch it I'm like, "Oh, this is a gold mine of things." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't yeah. shy away from the gross. Like there's there's horror elements that are like fear based and like you don't see that when the gremlins become gremlins and that first one that gets out yeah. of the school, you don't really see him. You yeah. sort of see like like bits of him or like a shadow run across the wall and like all that yeah. stuff. But then when it gets into the the violence of the gremlins, like getting rid of them is always a, like a really bloody and disgusting yeah. affair. Even at the end when they like get the last guy, like the guy with the stripe and it's like (laughs) gross, but like so cool. (laughs) And then the skeleton comes out and then melts into the floor. Like, yeah, I was like, they needed more. They needed more effects. Yeah. Yeah. Those puppets are incredible. They were created by a dude named uh, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace designed all of the puppets and all of the the gremlin and mogwai stuff. Yeah. I think he did an incredible job because they are puppets that you can get. Obviously the puppeteers are amazing as well. And the the, the Mm -hmm. filming and whatever, but they were, they were puppets that you were able to get so much life out of. Yeah. They all look like Gizmo. Oh, is man. adorable. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. in love with little Gizmo. Yeah. Yeah. But. And uh, uh, Canadian ones. too. What's his name? Um, fucking. Uh, 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 uh. Who? Which one? What's his name? The guy. Uh, the Canadian guy who voices. Um. Gizmo. Yeah. Who voices Gizmo? H- Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his name. Howie Mandel. <laughs> He's saying, <laughs> so good. Do you think that was Howie Mandel singing when Gizmo was singing? Being like, it must have been, right? It must have been. But there must be some kind of crazy, like, something effect put on the voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. it's raised for sure. But like, but the singing, yeah, really the bit. singing was really good, I thought. 
He had a really like really nice, nice voice. Yeah. Yeah. He was hitting those notes, giving a little vibrato, moving on. He was phrasing. <laughs> he was. He yeah. was. He really gave it. He really he gave really it heart. Gave it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. they the the water goes on the this is my question. Mm. You get a mogwai wet and a bunch of other little mogwais come out. So pus. Yeah, like, gross. Bro, gross, gross, bro, gross. Yeah. But is that how mogwais propagate? Like, is that their, like, mating and uh, birthing? Or is... No, because no. they don't turn into other mogwais. They did, they though. They turn into they these gremlins. evil mogwais. But no, no, they didn't turn into gremlins until they ate after midnight. Until they ate so after they midnight. So they were other mogwais, right? Yeah, but they were like little shit disturber mogwais. So that's my other question. Is is yeah. there some, if this isn't a birthing, is that the reason that they're all evil? Or are they just uh, like, what are they, seven mogwais, including Gizmo at the beginning? And uh, Gizmo's the only good one. So they were all just born evil. Shit. Yeah. We sort of have to believe that they're evil because of all the shit that we're going to do to them later on and hopefully enjoy as an audience, right? Yeah, but why isn't Gizmo evil? Yeah, what is it about yeah. Gizmo that makes him good? Is that... Like, is Gizmo the a, only one? Or did he have, like, a mom and dad Gizmo that had him and he yeah. didn't do that with these guys? These guys are just an infection or whatever, like a... Yeah. Like, is there another, like, a lady, a lady Mogwai? Or, you know, there's a lady Gremlin they... in the next movie in uh, Gremlins 2, the new batch. Okay. 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 But so maybe they do give birth to a nice Gremlin. Maybe. 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 You'll have yeah. to watch Gremlins 2 to find out. <laughs> <laughs> the plug for Gremlins 2. <laughs> <laughs> they also do that with, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, the, uh, the woman who, uh, gets thrown through the the oh um a mrs deagle or something yes mrs deagle played yeah. by polly ha holiday oh and yes Polly so Holiday. evil through and through just bad bad oh, woman mean so, so mean. when she's like describing in in detail all the things she's gonna do to his to dog, dog i was like covering my dog's ears i was like oh my god like, you're insane lady yeah and she's just a witch but you yeah, need her to be that so that we don't feel bad when we see her get like thrown up the chair thing and thrown out <laughs> killed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, care. that was such a great detail that she's oh. just like ha, da, 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 da. I was like And they do that so great. well too. There, there, there's a uh, there's a real um a real uh, rigor in creating um setup and payoffs in this movie that I think is really satisfying to watch as an audience member like we yeah. we see that that her coming down the chair so slowly and then getting off and whatever with the cats uh we see at the beginning there all the gadgets we see how broken and awful all these gadgets are so that later oh. on when mom is being attacked she can use the gadgets and the household appliances to yeah like you them. like watch like the juicer uh -huh. <laughs> the juicer bit i was like why does this scene exist 
It's if so not funny, to though. just exist. And I was like, oh, but it does. It does work <laughs> in it. It's so good. It makes like, this guy's awful. He's such a bad inventor. Like, <laughs> he has no redeeming qualities. No. <laughs> and sort of like, that bit, I think, is so funny because like, like the gremlin bits where one is just like lighting a cigarette and burns his face off or whatever. Like there's a, there's the, the dad <laughs> trying to sell these uh, these uh, uh, inventions and the family trying to like live with and use all of the inventions that he had come yes. up with. So yeah. sweet in character building and relationship building, but yeah. also like, yeah, just it, you don't need that to be there, but what would it be if it wasn't there? If you weren't exactly. doing that, it would just be a normal scene. It would be like boring. But it's yeah. entertaining to watch these machines like break down and like the oh. coffee, like the coffee oh, that just the turns into like molasses. Like, <laughs> and like, him oh, like God. humanizing himself, but being like, well, well why? What's wrong with this? <laughs> it's not that, that bad. Really it's not funny. that bad. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, you get a bit yeah. of their like relationship with that, and it makes them like real people, even though they're not. Uh, obviously, like no one gets to act like a real person the whole way through because they're all under this duress of having to deal with these gremlins 100 percent, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> dick miller oh. talking about gremlins and saying how he was like and then yes <laughs> in the scene where he's like gremlins gremlins all of them like there you go go in your boots and you're blah, blah, blah. i was like and he was crazy like he was so <laughs> so good in it but like from the get-go when he's like yeah, your foreign car. I was like, Yikes. oh, it's this yeah. kind of lad. Yeah, that yeah. the um the the race stuff in this movie does not age very well. The, it did all of not the, age. The well. Chinatown yeah. stuff was really bad. I was um, like, where are they? Like, yeah, what? Yikes. What did they think? <laughs> where do they think Chinatown looks like? Have they been to a Chinatown? Like, yeah. And I do think like the Dick Miller foreigner stuff. Like, I I do think it's coded that. We are supposed to disagree with him. Like, oh, one hundred percent. Yes. Like, they, oh, you. They were you not know. preaching to us. You no, know? no, no. They were saying <laughs> no. like, "You, hey, these foreigners, right?" They yeah, were yeah, obviously yeah. saying that this guy's got it wrong, and he's you know from the war. Yeah, and, and he's like, yeah, and he's this guy, and he <laughs> like he's kind of a townie, like he's the townie yeah. type, where you're yeah. like, ah, the townie type, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. But then to see him have to deal with the gremlins. And I think he's back in the second. It looks like he dies, but I'm pretty sure they bring him back in the next one. So but they for too. sure die. Oh, God. Did they ever? They got the run snow over. Blowing by a... Yeah, like a snowblower. <laughs> like they died. Yeah. But he's so funny in those roles. Like he he has a really small role in uh, uh, the Terminator. That's what I really oh. remember him from. He's the guy who yeah. sells Arnold all of the guns that he's going to use to hunt down Sarah Connor. Yes, yes, yes. Like, who's yes. nine millimeter? Like, here are your weapons, pal. Who's <laughs> <laughs> nine millimeter? He gets shot. So good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, he's there. Uh, did you ever watch uh, um, uh, Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad? Not Breaking Bad, but I've seen Better Call Saul. Okay, you know yeah. Mike in that. Yeah. Jonathan Banks. Yeah. So he yes. was the deputy in this. It's the deputy. Yeah, you know the guy who's like, man, we should probably just go. We gotta get out of here. There's a bunch of those guys in. Oh in the yeah, car yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. Yeah. In a, a very small role, but a very fun role for him. I thought yeah. it was really interesting to watch. It was good. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> 
They were the who were the there was like a scene with the two policemen in a car or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They come down because they don't believe uh uh the main kid there when he's telling them that there's gremlins. Yes. And so they go yeah, down yeah. to check it out and go like, Oh, Mrs. Deagle's dead <laughs> and look at all yes. these green things coming up. <laughs> the Santa. Hey, that guy plays Santa every year. What's all that stuff on him? <laughs> Yes, it was that scene where they're like sitting around. I was like, this is a great oh, little, this is a great little bit. So funny. Oh, there's so many good, like, except I also like my little high brain while I watched it was like uh-huh. taking in these like actual like set piece, like set moments. Like when he, they, the gremlin goes into the pool and the whole pool starts bubbling. I was yeah. like, that would have been so sick to shoot. Like that would yeah. be so cool. And the yeah. timing of it too, it starts bubbling, bubbling and the smoke is going and you yeah. lose the main kid. Like you, you, what's his name? I keep saying kid. Billy, Billy. Billy, Billy. Yeah. Zach Gallagher yeah. plays Zach Billy. Gallagher. So you see Billy in the corner of the screen and then the smoke overtakes him. And then yeah. the smoke is moving across the screen and he runs out and his scene for a couple seconds moves a couple of steps away as the smoke follows him it's and then keep ducks going. into the room and the smoke completely takes that over. I'm like, that's yeah. a lot of moving parts to be able to time and get yeah. right. Yeah, and it was one shot. It was just yeah. like, this is the shot. And it was kind of backing out. And I was like, that's really, a lot. Extremely well filmed. Really, yeah. like the technical aspects of this movie would not be easy to pull off. And the fact that it's all puppets. Like all of the, most of those scenes had a puppet in them. So all your scenes, ha- all the, the sets have to have places where your puppeteers can get to to be able to maneuver them and yeah. work all it's the more like, people. eyes. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, but every second of it is like swift and funny there's a bit happening all the time it's always the stakes never drop like even though it's so silly you never feel like oh there's no danger anymore the danger is still present no the danger you know the danger is present because it's it's nice because in your head not nice in my head i was like how many times did they like how many gremlins are there and then when he falls in the pool and I'm like, well, now they're fine. Now who knows? Like now they're fine. But at a certain point I was like, okay, there's this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. And like how the stripe Keep one just track. like was the ringleader of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was voiced by Frank Welker who did. Uh, Frank the, Welker. The, he was the voice of Megatron in the Transformers TV show in the <laughs> 80s. Um, I can't say I've seen it. No, that's fair. <laughs> he was also in uh, The Land Before Time. He was the sharp oh. tooth and Spike. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he was also, did you ever see uh, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze? Probably the not. Movie? Fair enough. Probably not. He was Tokar, time. Uh, Toka and Razor in that. Toka and Razor. <laughs> yeah, there's a He's real a- good bit. In that movie, where the that's two so funny. Shredder he does a up. lot of voices too. Yeah, he tons voiced- of voiceover work. <gasps> he yeah. is the voice of the guy Fred, Fred in Scooby Doo, in a oh, lot of yeah, the old yeah. Scooby Doo's. Uh huh. Oh, those Scooby Doo's are iconic. Yeah, those like really the like old, old, old ones. Nothing new, sure. no new Scooby Doo, all no. old Scooby Doo. Yeah. Oh, you know what though? I did just watch the the Scooby Doo movie, the one that James Gunn wrote in two thousand and what was that? Like two or three, with uh, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah <gasps> Michelle. Oh Geller. yeah, 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 yeah! I had never the seen Prince it. Freddie Prince Jr. I watched one. that for the first time, and it was pretty, <laughs> pretty wild. 
It's wild. <laughs> I feel like anything that I was always like weirded out because the Freddie Prince Jr. one is who is the is it is it Topher Grace is Topher Grace in it? Is he? No, who plays Shaggy in it? No, uh, no. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard? Yeah. Does he look like Topher Grace? Am I totally no, wrong? No, not really. He's very no. tall. Ah. From Scream. <laughs> Did you see Scream? Yes. The original one? Yeah. So the guy who is the second killer, not uh, not the boyfriend, but the other killer, yeah. that was Matthew Lillard. Yes. That's Shaggy. I need to I need to look up his face. I'm like, Matthew Lillard. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now yeah. I know his face. What did I just see him on? Yes. He's in that that Netflix show called Good Girls. Oh, how is it? But it's really good. I I think I only watched season one and two, and I think there's like a season three, four, and five. I just I sometimes I get behind on things and I just like I feel like I can't catch up, and I'm like, I can't. Possible to catch up we're with out. everything. Shit. We're, yeah, we're crushing Succession. Have you crushed nah, Succession? Yeah, we are too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're mid, like we're in season, season three. Ah, oh, yes, it's it's wild. Yeah, this is a plug for time. Succession. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're doing so we're doing alternative holidays movies right now yes. for the podcast and. Uh, I guess one of the questions I'm trying to pose to everyone about the movie that we're doing is, mm-hmm. does is this movie a Christmas movie? Like, yes! d- does it have something to say about Christmas? Does it what what is especially Christmas about it? Well, it takes place at Christmas time. Yes, it does. So, so there's big... all these kind of like Christmas references through the uh, entire movie. The snow so that's on the ground, the, like, Christmas lights, Santa Clauses. Yeah, <laughs> like it's the obvious Christmas choice. But I think that the like idea of gremlins in a way is a very interesting topic to bring up around Christmas time. And that like everyone has gremlins and like gremlins and things go wrong. And like at that little speech at the end of the movie when they're like, if your TV's not working or your lights aren't out or your yeah. oven doesn't heat up, like you might just have gremlins and stuff like that. I think that's a very interesting thing around Christmas time to like point out. Or not well, Christmas time, but holiday time. Like Sure. Yeah. And it feels very Christmas like because like you know you think about like the legends of Santa Claus, the legend of mm-hmm. uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the legend of Frosty the Snowman. Like we we yeah. know that there's like things uh, a Christmas carol, uh ghost of it's Christmas. It's a ghost past, story. Present. Like yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. time is a ghost story time telling Holiday. time as as well. It always yeah. has been in like I think some kind of late Victorian, early Victorian tradition. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, like, they would yeah, tell ghost just... stories around that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so it feels I... it feels keeping in that, in that there's, it's creating mm-hmm. like a, a little legend for, uh, you know, kids in 1984. Yeah. Like, it, it kids feels... in 1984, like, don't, don't like listen to your parents and <laughs> your parents do this. are always the best. Yeah, yeah, Your yeah. parents are always right because if you don't, you're gonna do something wrong, and you're gonna. If you have to be responsible, that uh-huh. was basically what he said. He was like, "You're not the like the man yeah, at the end when he comes to take it back." Is like you're yeah. not you're not ready. Yeah. Um, like you have to be ready and you have to be responsible, or the gremlins are gonna come and you're gonna tear up your little village. Yeah, they sure. On are. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Dad's gonna fall down the Christmas. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jimmy, break his neck. Yeah, die on look impact. out. Look out. You're gonna if ruin. You care about Christmas too much, or if you yeah. or if you take uh, a gift for granted, or if you don't think about the consequences to a gift, uh, yeah. that that could cause problems for you and your whole community. It That's could. An interesting idea. I think this is like we're digging it. We're like we're I gonna think. teach these shits a lesson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah uh, could could you see this movie becoming a christmas tradition for you honestly yes why yeah because it's so it's such an iconically weirdly funny it reminds me of those like those scenes like there's certain scenes in it where you're like oh i will remember that forever now <laughs> or, like, that's burned into my memory um and and I think that it's fun, and I think that it's a fun thing to do when high. Listen here, podcast yeah. listeners, it's a fun thing to do while high. <laughs> yes, um, it is. It is. It's like oh, there's a lot going on for you <laughs> in a high state. You're like whoa, 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 whoa. So, um, yeah, I think it could definitely be a Christmas tradition. Love it. I don't think my parents would like it. I don't think. No. I think they'd be like, why at this joyous time of year? That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'd get, oh, Daniel, God, look at that. Look at what they're doing. This isn't Christmas. This isn't Christmas yeah. as I know it. <laughs> my dad would be like, I think my dad would like the movie, but he wouldn't want to watch it every year at Christmas time. Or he'd be yeah. like, it, it, just because it's at Christmas doesn't mean <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Do you have yeah. a favorite real christmas movie that like you wouldn't argue with anyone about whether it is a christmas movie or not oh oh like the people who i, I know there's like a brand of people who are like sound of music as a christmas movie like they're like i watch the sound of music every christmas what? i'm like no. no um i don't get that no i mean i do yes kind of i do often watch the harry potters between christmas and new year's okay yeah, if yeah. I'm going to rewatch them at any time of year, it'll probably be between Christmas and New Year's. I know people yeah. who do like uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, too. The Lord of the Rings extended editions as a Christmas yes. uh, tradition. Yes. Well, didn't it just come it, like it came out around this time 20 years ago? That was yeah. like just recently. Yeah. Yeah. And they were released in December. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I remember um, seeing it at Christmas time. No, I have like a lot of like Christmas movies like, like you can't not watch. Charlie Brown Christmas. Got it. <laughs> that would be silly. Got you it. can't not watch. I don't know. Elf. I watched Elf most years. Yeah. Christmas with the Cranks. I watch every year. I put it on <laughs> in the background. I'm like, boop, 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 boop. yeah, yeah. So. I love that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of our second segment. She's it's time for yet oh. another game. You ready for this one? I'm ready. This one is called Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. It's an opinion round question. So I'm just going to okay. ask you a bunch of questions. You give me your opinions on them. All right. It's as straightforward as that. You ready for that? Yes. All right. <laughs> Number one with a bullet. Are you a Sativa Diva, uh, Indicana Jones, or a hybrid or dibrid? Oh, uh, I think we, I've established I'm an, in, I'm an Indicana Jones. Indicana I, Jones. I can be a hybrid, what is it, a hybrid? Hybrid or dibrid. Oh, I can be a hybrid or dibrid, but mm. but it's mostly Indicana Jones. Sure. Indicana Jones. I get you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, number two, movie that would be most uh, no uh, favorite movie featuring cannabis. Hmm. So I mean, actually depicts characters. Characters. I mean, smoking cannabis or like Pineapple Express is like a pretty dead giveaway one. Like, I also love, and I know this is like probably not a movie, or not. It's not a movie. It's not probably not a movie. But Broad City. Every scene they do in Broad City when they're high is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of weed smoking on Broad City. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and they depict it really well, too. It, it does feel like being on. Yeah. <laughs> they do an episode with shrooms, too, and they, like, animate it, and it's Ooh, insane. I never yeah. saw that one. I'll have to look that one up. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's very fun. <laughs> Amazing. So that's what um, I'm going with. Person, you, uh, person, fictional or real, who you would most want to uh, uh, smoke a, a J with? Um, I want to say like Obama, You'd but, smoke I don't with know, Obama? but I don't know why. I feel like every time I'm high, I come up with some reason why I want like some ploy to meet Obama. I'm like, well, oh, yeah. if we put the dog with a sign on Instagram, maybe we could meet <laughs> Obama. Um, or Julia Child. Julia Child. Oh, you could like be a fun fuck one. shit up in the kitchen. We'd Plus, like, she, yeah, she would bake Julia. shit for you so your munchies would yes. be taken care of. You'd yeah. learn how to do baking. She'd like roast me a chicken. I'd be like, I'm yeah. here. Let's do oh. it. And I bet like if we talked to her about like infused stuff, she'd be oh, like, oh, I'm sure she'd it. be all over it. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to go with. Oh, she seems like she would. Yeah, she would smoke a great weed. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Julia Child. Julia Child. I've never heard yeah. that before on the podcast. That's great. <laughs> um, place uh, fictional or real that you'd most want to smoke? Uh, uh, like a like a beach, like a beach house. Yeah. Like somewhere where there's like a lot of like pillows and I want them all to be white and then I want sand and then I want water and I want there to be nothing around me. And a Love lot that. of really loud music, just like <laughs> laying there, doing La- nothing. Live music or uh, uh, recorded? No, just just no just recorded. I don't want there to be people involved. I, I love just, it. Yeah, that sounds idyllic. I love that. This is this is I yeah I. I Listen, think that's talk it. Talk to me about these pillows. How the pillows that are on the beach. In what what yeah. kind of formation are they in? Are they? They're more on the deck. There's because the deck is also so. There's the deck, and then sure. in my in my dream, there's like a hammock within uh-huh. the deck, and I then the hammock that. has these large pillows. Oh man, preferably large and white pillows. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds incredible. I want to. I would like to go to there, and I want to feel like the pillows have to be some sort of nice texture. So what is that? Is that like silky? Is that like uh, obviously not burlap, but like uh... like a nice burlap, like maybe <laughs> like like a soft linen. Sure, yeah. sure. High yeah. thread count. High thread count linen, like yeah. a very soft linen. I wouldn't go satin. Like satin can be kind of like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Especially on a beach because it's sweaty. You don't want you. Don't yeah, want that. that feels awful. Yeah, and it shows it's gross. <laughs> So yeah, that's all right. Um, 
movie that would be most improved if only the characters smoked cannabis? Probably like... I don't know if they... But they might have... Like Thelma and Louise, I feel like they might have been like, wait, 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 wait. You know? Like they might have not ended wait, like before that. before we do this, do you want to just before like pull over too. and burn one Smoke down? Talk and about like, it? Wait, you know? <laughs> yeah, like that's like maybe. <laughs> like, I like that. Yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll fly to new heights in other ways. <laughs> in other ways. Or... <laughs> Or in this, in the realm of Christmas time, like Christmas sure. Carol, like I feel like if Scrooge smoked 150% more weed, he would have been 150% less of a jackass for That's the most true. of his life. If he, like, if he came outside one time and there's Bob Cratchit, like, like lighting up a joint and Bob yes. was about to get in trouble and Scrooge is like, just give me a hit, just give me a hit. And they smoked weed together. It could have solved yeah. all of this. Uh, so by the time much. Marley got to him, he'd be like, don't worry about it, bud. I'm giving a charity. I, I bought Literally. a bunch of weed. Family's Marley coming would over have been for like, Christmas. Scrooge. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and he would have been like, turned over his shoulder. And he was like, what? Scrooge, what, what are you what? doing? Oh, like, hey, bud. You uh, want some uh, of this? Or? <laughs> And it's like all Bob Marley playing in the background and he's just for fun, just for that little like Muppet Christmas Carol reference. <laughs> yeah. Marley and Marley. Marley oh and Marley. Whoa. <laughs> so good. Um, uh, another question. What, mm. uh, what Christmas movie would be most uh, improved if only the characters were smoking cannabis? Ah. Uh. Well, Christmas Carol, like that, 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 Chris, but, like, but. So which Christmas Carol? Because I feel like, I feel like the Muppet Christmas Carol, you couldn't introduce weed into. No. Because it would no. be, it's already too zany. It's but too like, zany. George don't C. Need Scott, weed. maybe, or. I'm trying to think of weed in Christmas movie. I mean, like what did. Like, I feel Christmas like movie. Tim Allen in uh, Santa Claus would have had an Claus? easier time going through those transitions if he was oh, if he yeah. was already stoned he'd been like it's fine we're good That's i mean i'm trying to think of like who in love actually would have benefited from like a joint instead are of you like, sure that the answer is not everyone everyone in love actually should have just smoked a joint and not made love actually <laughs> yeah dude is like hey i'm gonna bring this these uh these problematic signs down to my best friend's uh, uh wife fiance and it's, i'm gonna tell her that Let i'm in love with her me but he's sharing a joint life. with somebody and the guy is like dude you okay obviously don't do that don't do uh, that no yeah. no you don't you don't need to put anyone in that position why don't you and i share the rest of this and we'll yeah. watch uh, uh, something else. The guy was like in the recording studio at the beginning when he's feeling doing the song and he can't yeah. fucking do it. He just smoked a joint and he would have Christmas had like a whole new fucking Christmas song. Yeah. <laughs> new like, Christmas song. Christmas Fuck is this. all around me. He, like something <laughs> gone, just like full tilt. Yeah. I love that. It would have been great. Not the giving the kid, we're not giving the child any marijuana. Sure. Just so we're clear. No, um no. all right and now can you make the sound of your favorite consumption method and once you breathe out you say something that santa would say in your best santa voice 
Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we are going to be puffing or passing on Gremlins from 1984 right here with Quinn Dooley. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning into the show, buds. I'm just going to interrupt for a quick second because I want to tell you about a contest that we are running right now on Let's Bogart at or at Let's Bogart on Instagram. <laughs> uh, at Let's Bogart on Instagram. You can go there. You look at the we are running a, a giveaway right now. It's a contest. All you got to do uh, is go on there and you can enter to win a PAX Era Pro. This is one of the coolest vaporizers that is on the market right now. Has access to some of the highest quality vape carts that are available in Canada. Oh, my God. That's a fire alarm going on right now at my place. They're testing the fire alarms because I can't afford a recording studio. (laughs) The shattered illusion. I'm doing this all from my apartment. (laughs) So yeah, PAX Era Pro. If you want a free PAX Era Pro, which has app capability, you can change the temperature within a degree. It's got a great charge. It's uh, uh, smart, so it knows the kind of cart that you're putting into it and will tell you on the app. It's got so much uh, technology that's so cool uh, on the market right now. So if you want a free one, all you've got to do is go to at Let's Bogart on Instagram or at Daniel Williston on Instagram. Look at the posts that are under there that say PAX Era Pro Contest. And you just got to like that. You got to follow at Daniel Williston, at JJ and his dog, and at Let's Bogart. Uh, and then comment with uh, uh, tag a friend and comment with your favorite holiday movie that's all you got to do every you can do multiple each uh each tag is a a a different entry and uh you could win yourself a pax era pro we're going to be doing the draw on uh new year's day and then sending that out to one lucky listener so if you want that to be you Just head to Let's Bogart on Instagram and start tagging up. Details of the contest are under there. So thank you so much for listening. And now back to the end of the conversation. All right, buddy. This is the final segment of the show. So uh, do uh, this is about gremlins. Do you puff or pass? Puff or pass. Oh, puff. Yeah, puff, right? For sure, puff. Keep this movie. Keep so this good. movie, watch it at Christmas, smoke yeah. a joint, get yep. some delicious snackies. Yeah, yeah. And like set yourself up on a beach with some pillows. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and crush it cuz it's good. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 a good. But if you're if you're going to be one of those people and you're not going to be in for a good horror time, like a good like wacky time. Yeah. Then don't don't watch this and then complain about it. That's what yeah. I have to say. You got to go in knowing you're in for a wacky time. Yeah, you got to go in knowing it's not. It's a it's a it's a metaphorical Christmas movie. It takes up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it it takes it takes it. it uh, you know what it does for me? It shakes. It doesn't give you a lot of like, isn't Christmas marvelous? It's more like. <laughs> 
It's Christmas adjacent, you know? Christmas adjacent. That's a great way of describing it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But still, big puff. Still love it at Christmas time. Big puff. In any Christmas movie marathon, it will uh, sprinkle some different sauce in the middle. Yeah. You want to do like a fun Christmas movie, and then you want to do like It's a Wonderful Life. And then you want to do like Gremlins, and then you want to do like Elf. Like yeah, that's your day, you come know. On. That's a good day. Yeah, that's a great day. That's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can people find and follow you and stuff online? What should they be paying attention to? Oh man, you can find me uh, on the gram at at Quinn Dooley, and uh, you. Uh, that's that's where I post about my life. That's sweet. <laughs> about my life, it's it's uh, a lot of pics of my dog and some food, and sometimes I play <laughs> some music on there. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about the music in this movie. This movie had amazing music. Jerry it Goldsmith. Did. Oh, it man. did have amazing music. I can't believe we didn't talk about that. I know yeah. the musicians. Jeez. And it, like yeah. building the theme, the theme like coming out, the Mogwai yeah. theme, the Gremlins theme, how different yeah. they were. I kept being like, what is happening with the music in this movie? And some of yeah. it was so random. Like I was like, are they not picking a genre either? No, like, And sometimes it was not. so scary. Like the music was like so weird. And sometimes the music, like something weird would be happening. It would be like, do 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 You know what it did? It made it legitimized it as fun. It like the whole yeah. the whole thing feels fun because the music gives you the permission to like laugh at what's going on, even though it's horrible. yeah, like even though you're like I shouldn't like this, but it's like yeah, it's good, you're fine, it's crazy. It's good, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's good. The score, the score was <laughs> all those good. like big blasty like '80s synths and wham It's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so oh. That was good. Um, that was well, good. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we tagged it at the end. But thank good, you yes. so much for coming on the show. I thank had, you I for having me. <laughs> yes. So uh, thank you. I will say you are always you always pick me the good weeds. You always oh, yeah. find the ones that hit good and hard. <laughs> yeah. This won't be the last. Ah, oh, never, never. <laughs> <laughs> Well, buds, that's it. That's the show. I had a great time having a conversation with an old friend. And uh, uh, is it Quinn great? She's awesome. You can follow her at Quinn Dooley on the things. You can follow uh, the podcast at Let's Bogart on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can follow the guy who made all of the music come to such a beautiful reality. That's JJ Thompson at JJ and his dog on Instagram. You can follow all of his stuff there. Uh, and you can follow me at Daniel Williston on Instagram and Twitter and all the things. So thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, I, I'm so excited. We've got one more episode uh, uh, to be released this year and this uh, this uh, holidays, alternative holidays season. Uh, and then that's going to be it for season two. And we're very excited to regroup in the new year. And uh, we've got a whole, I've got a, a lot of new stuff going on <laughs> in my life. And I'm excited to uh, figure out how the podcast is going to 
uh, continue under new circumstances. <laughs> so thank you so much for tuning in. Tune in next week because I've got one more really great episode for you. And we are going to Bogart once more. Well, it takes place at Christmas time. It does. So there's all these kind of like Christmas references through the entire movie. So that's the like... Bleh. Yeah, like it's the obvious Christmas choice. But I think that the like idea of gremlins in a way is a very interesting topic to bring up around Christmas time. And that like everyone has gremlins and like gremlins and things go wrong. And like that little speech at the end of the movie when they're like your TV's not working or your lights aren't out or your oven doesn't heat up like you might just have gremlins and stuff like that I think that's a very interesting thing around Christmas time to like point out 